Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Anybody on? Um, yeah, so it looks like we have somebody from Florida on right now. I'm just waiting for Ron to patch in, and then there's, everybody should be jumping on about right now. Let me know when people are on. I will. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm getting excited. I can't wait to get to Charleston. One week from tomorrow. Yep. I know. I can't wait. Are you getting in Tuesday or Wednesday? Um, Tuesday morning. I'll be there. Um, I think my flight gets in at like 1030 in the morning. Are you coming in Tuesday, Doug? Uh, Wednesday about 2.30. About when? Wednesday about 10.30. Oh, okay. I'm um, 2.30. Oh, okay. Great. It looks like we got a few more people on. Ron's logging in right now. Um, how many more we got? Okay, if you're on the if you're on the call, please mute your phone so we don't hear the outside noise.
Um, no, that'll be at the end of the show during the membership. We'll draw it. There'll be an area that'll be uh, chained off. Um, right now we got about nine rigs, but you know as well as I do, in a small round table, there's more than nine rigs. So I'm guessing there's going to be at least 40 to 50 rigs there. Heck, Pat Clark's bringing nine of them, I believe. Is he? <laughs> He's bringing a lot of people. He's bringing his whole crew. He's pretty proud of it, and I'm proud of him, so that's cool. That's awesome. I think uh, we had 25 callers last time. Um, the, all the callers got a steak dinner, a power wash store hat, and some other surprise. I don't know what it was, but I hope they enjoy those steak dinners. Who's on the call that was on the last call? Anybody here that was on the call? I was, Doug. Who's that? I mean, Ron, this is Kyle with Clearview Improvements. Down in Florida. So you get your so you get your stuff. You're coming to the show, aren't you? Sure am. Pretty excited. Did you get registered for all the individual classes yet? I believe so. I I got on the uh UAMCC uh dot com and um logged in there and clicked on the little bubbles of what classes I wanted to attend. Was it pretty painless? Yeah, it was real simple. Simple, sweet, and easy. So hopefully we can get all the other people to do it. We'll, we'll kind of know what the attendance is in there because attendance in the classrooms right now don't match the attendance of the event for sure. Ron? Yeah. Larry, he played... Uh, I was on the call when you asked that question. I had to go hey, away for a minute. Hey, Larry, why don't you do this, man? Um, since you're since you're a presenter there, man, why don't you tell the tell these callers what you're going to be doing? Take a few minutes, uh, and if they got any questions, they can ask you. You're pretty much our only preventive maintenance. If you saw the schedule that we have, but let them know the other stuff you're going to be doing for the whole three days too, so they know. All right. Uh, basically, what I'm doing is a uh, an hour-long presentation on preventative maintenance. Uh, I realize there's not a lot we can cover in an hour, and I can't answer a whole lot of questions as well. But what I will do is I will be available after that presentation, I will be available uh, to answer any questions that anybody has. That's super, Larry. 30 years of experience, man. That's going to be great. Well, yeah, I, would I would strongly encourage anybody that if you have any questions about your equipment, uh, machine setting and unloader, uh, your heaters, uh, bypassing, setting up a float tank, anything like that, man. Full area side. He makes it so easy to understand and will spend all the time that you need until you've got it. 
Um, just a great resource, and we're so glad to have him as part of the UAMCC. Thank you very much. Uh, I will be available, as I've said, and uh, I'll be there until Sunday. And if all the questions don't get answered, I'll give you a way to get in touch with me personally. And I'll be glad to talk to anybody at any time. Super duper, Larry. And then you're gonna that that uh, the class that you're doing on the preventive maintenance and stuff. That's about forty five minutes, right? That's something you've done for all what the last fifteen twenty years. Uh, more like twenty five years, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I started teaching uh, these classes in the 80s, so actually, and, and uh, I have taught all all over the United States, and I have articles on magnets published in three languages, so... So I will be available. Super duper, man! Super duper. Um, let's see if uh, is this is a phone call. It's live. UAMCC bunch guy heading it up and all. He's interviewing all the. Um, oh, he's interviewing all the damn. We got us a we got us a MC here tonight. <laughs> he didn't mute his phone. Mute that phone there, partner. Hey Lonnie, are you uh are you ready to come off and did Tiffany get that launched off? Yeah, we're getting it launched off right now, give me one second. So we got about eight, fifteen, or sixteen people on the call now. So we got quite a few more that joined us. What are we going to give away tonight, Doug? Well, I can answer. You need me to. No, okay. You can watch. Real, real simple tonight. Well, uh, they have to do on yours. You go ahead and post it now, Doug. Um, they have to chime in and say, uh, "I will. I'll, I'll be joining you in Charleston." Can you put that down, Doug? Put it down where? On your Facebook. I'll be joining you in Charleston. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm, not I'm not by my computer. Well, when you are after the call, because they're going to have to respond to that, and that's and they have to put a couple guys didn't put down uh, the right phrase last time, and they did not get a state dinner. All right, what's the right phrase, Ron? I'll be joining you in Charleston, and you have to you have to you have to blog it on Doug's page when he when he puts when he puts it out there. He's not near a computer right now, so. I just did it. I just did it with my phone. Well, that's good, dog. 
Hey, Ron does everything on his phone. I, I'm not Ron. <laughs> Doug even has two phones. Who has two phones? Doug. I don't know. Ron. He's saying if you can put it on Facebook, I'll be joining you in Charleston. Get something free. <laughs> <laughs> He's catch somehow. I'll be joining you in Charleston. I heard I get a steak dinner. Steak dinner. Is that something the admin has to do around it? Do I got to put those little dots on there, too? Pardon? Do I got to put those little dots on there, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got a question? I got a question about the convention or anything? Hey, yeah, I got one. This is Dave with uh, Center Flow in Orlando. How y'all doing? Good day. Hey, Dave. Uh, hey, Dave, why don't you, Dave, when you ask this question after you're done, why don't you tell them what you're going to be doing in our, uh, in Charleston as well, okay? well? Go ahead and ask the question. Absolutely, but tell us, go ahead and get, ask the question first. We'll answer it. All right, well, I was just wondering what day y'all are getting there, um, and if somebody's going to be there the day before. Thursday. That kind of thing. I will be in on the 8th, which is Tuesday. Okay. I get in on the, I get in on the ninth at two thirty. I get in on Wednesday. Larry Millett gets in at twelve. Mike on Wednesday. Mike Garza gets in at ten thirty. Randall Brooks. Larry, Larry's driving. Larry's gonna drive. No, he's flying. Go ahead, Dave. Tell us about your class. Oh yeah. No, I'm teaching uh, ladder tips and techniques. And uh, fall victim. And you're bringing the beer, right, Dave? What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Safety tip number one: full case of beer. <laughs> I'm sure it's on ice. So. Hey, bro. This is Eric McCord out of Eric McCord Pressure Washing in Virginia. Hey, Eric. Yes, I just wanted to thank Ron for getting me involved in this UAMCC. I'm really looking forward to meeting all you guys down there. I'll be at Charles. Good deal. I'm coming down on the night myself. The first day is not till the 10th, right? Of class right. and all that? All right, yeah. Correct. All right, I'll probably be getting there midday on uh, on the 9th. So uh, we'll all get together. I know. Is it paid? Can we pay the part there? What's that? How much? Oh, did that for what? He doesn't know he's on Are they open right now? Uh, who's all bringing their rig, and what are we doing to as far as, like, protection and security right, and dude. stuff? I got you. How much is Parker where you're at? I don't recall, I don't recall paying for parking. All right, you got it? He's talking about something else, Ron. He's having a conversation with somebody. Hey, we can't park here, but I'll show you where to park. Right here on the end. Oh, is this the MCMC that doesn't know how to mute the phone? 
right. <laughs> hey, Ron. Yeah. What are we doing? The guys that are bringing a rig, what are we doing as far as parking them? Are we going to have a place to put them? Is there going to be any type yeah, of security? Yeah, we're going to have a place. We're going to have a place fenced off, uh, not fenced off, you know, uh, that caution tape, you know, crime scene. Yeah. And uh, we'll have an area that they'll be all in. And then um, I think that you're staying out there all night to watch them, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're talking, you're talking to Doug, right? <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the president. I don't have to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, you just delegated. <laughs> hey, is uh, Dave Nagri, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm on. Hey, why don't you talk a little bit about the two classes hey, you're going to be teaching? All right. The one class, the one class I'm teaching is um, how to choose strategic alliances. And that's basically having other businesses um, and you profit from each other. So it's pretty like an elaborate referral partner system. They should have a little parking. And then the other class I'm teaching is uh, how to have others sell your services. How to create joint ventures by having other companies sell your services at, at full retail. Full retail for them and full retail for you. And it's sweet. It's um, nice to, to uh, go to your computer and there's an uh, email that says, uh, at your convenience, uh, schedule this roof clean, and it's a contract. Hey, hang, hang, hang on a second, man. Hey, guys, you guys got to all mute your phones, man. Everybody mute your phone. The background noise is too much. Dave's trying to talk. Guys, please mute your phone. If you don't know how to mute it, then end the call, please. But mute your phones, guys. It's too much background noise. I hear bells and whistles and car noise. Mute your phones if you're not talking right now, please. Go ahead, Dave. We had chewing too. Okay, so it's, uh, where was I? How do uh, have other other businesses sell your services? And basically, what we do is we set up joint ventures with other companies that have the same type of customers we have. And mostly I do it with roofing contractors, and uh, they sell my services. They make a profit, and I make a nice profit. And I don't ever have to worry about anyone going in and uh, trying to make a deal with that uh, roofing contractor because what I've done is I've set up a uh, profit center for him. So I'm a vital part of his business. So we're going to talk about how to do that and why other business would even consider doing it with you. That's a short version. Super stuff, Dave. You're also going to have a booth on the floor? Yeah, I'm going to have a booth on the floor. I've got something new that I'm in the process of creating. Hopefully, I'll have it there. Hello. Dave, you're going to be doing, David, you're going to be doing any demos uh, during the demo period? I know I talked to a proposal today, and uh, he wasn't aware that he could do demonstrations during the demo period because he thought it was just for equipment. But if you've got things to demo, Dave, um, you're you're more than welcome from one to four thirty to demonstrate your product. Okay, I'll I'll give it some thought. If I've got this uh, one item ready, I'm working on it now, trying to get it ready and have it. I'll probably have to ship there, but. Uh... We'll see how it works. 
I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a huge, huge event. You know, you know, Dave. The re- the reason we don't we won't know the count until the you know we won't know until it's all over with is is a free event, and I think that there's been a lot of promotion outside of what we've done, and I think that a lot of the people just they don't know any better to register. And we were thinking back on Houston last year. We had about 142 people in Houston, but if I remember right, we had 32 walk-in companies. So. With this one being double the size, we may get another hundred people that walk into the show. We we just don't know, and we won't, like I said, until it's all over with. Well, that's nice. That's all the more the merrier. At least you know we don't have to cook food for them. That's it. Hey, anybody got any specific questions before we got like thirty-two callers on right now? Anybody got any specific questions before we get Swami on the line? I've got a – my name's Jeremy. I've got a question uh, concerning the roof cleaning classes. Uh, is this going to be something that goes towards uh, becoming uh, certified for roof cleaning, or is this just a teaching on taking the test? Um, i got a question. Let's, let's have Lonnie answer that question for you. Is roof cleaning a credit hour on the sheet, Lonnie? Unmute, Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie, you would have to unmute your phone in order to answer that question. Sorry, guys. Give me okay. just one second. I'm pulling up right now. I can't remember everything off the top of my head. Uh, give me just one second. I wish I could. Hi, folks. This is Jeff with Spot Free Roofs and Pressure Cleaning, Clearwater, Florida. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm on. This is Jeff, Spot Free Roofs and Pressure Cleaning, Clearwater, Florida. Welcome aboard, Jeff. Thank you. Doug? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to mute yeah. my phone. Please, thank you. Yes. Got one person that can't seem to get their phone muted. Go ahead, Lonnie. Okay, yes, roof cleaning is one of the certification courses that you will get a credit hour for. Okay. And it has nothing to do with teaching you how to take the test. There is only one part of the entire uh, expo that, that kind of gives you some guidelines, and that's taught by Nicole England. On the 12th, which is the last day, um, and it's between 2.45 and 3 o'clock on the agenda, I believe. Okay. We should up for that one, too, but uh, how many uh, credit hours does it take uh, in order to become certified? Well, that, that question is, uh, is loaded because it depends on your experience. How much experience do you have? Well, I'm I'm a fairly new company. I started in April of this year, 
Uh, okay. I'm, I'm mainly, if, I focus mainly if, on roof cleaning. If you're so, under five years, between two and five years, you would need, I believe, eight hours. And I'm not going to, don't hold me that, but I believe it's eight hours. And I believe total hours we have for this entire convention. Do you know the total possible, Lonnie? Do you know the total possible or not? If you don't have it, you don't have it. Just say no. And, and Ron? Sixteen and a half hours. Ron? How many? Sixteen and a half. Yeah. Hey, Ron, you got so much background noise. I don't know if you got the computer module on or not, but you got you got you got too much background noise. You need to take your phone off the speaker. It's not. What did you say? What did you say, Doug? That it was Doug talking. It was me, and that's me in the background noise. Why don't you start muting phones there on the module and find out who it is, and then keep them on mute. And Ron? Yeah. Hey, this is Ray, Tallahassee Spray Wash. Uh, How are you doing, Ray? Good, thank you, sir. Uh, to answer that question also about the roofs, you know, we're, Pat Clark and I are, are doing this, and it's going to be more of an introduction to soft washing and roof cleaning together uh, on that class. It'll, it'll be a very beginner uh, and not a hands-on class at all. Uh, just going over mix ratios, plant protection, and items like that. But uh, it, it won't be actually any type of hands-on training since it'll be general Super, session. super duper there, Ray. Where can they get some hands-on training from you, Ray? Let's see if you know the answer to that question. Well, there's a couple of different things. Uh, Doug Rucker's uh, school is an excellent place for uh, well, I was talking. I was talking about at the show, Ray. Where will oh. you be assisting and helping a certain associate. Oh, well, uh, actually, with the uh, hands-on training, the Power Wash store is doing an excellent demo, uh, live demo of a lot of their equipment. Absolutely, and you're, you're going to be in their stable showing spray techniques and things like that, correct? Correct. I, I, awesome. I, didn't really, I didn't really see the need to interrupt him. I thought he was... <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, there you go, Doug. I mean, you know, I don't know what you're going to be doing during demos. I, what are you going to be doing, Doug, during demonstrations? Do you know? MBWA. <laughs> Management by wandering around. Good. That's what, that's what I hope I'm doing. That's what I want to be doing, basically, is going from station to station. If anybody has questions, I'll be, I'll be glad to... For for anybody anybody that has not heard the 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 rumor and the scuttlebutt, the uh, power wash store, you know, one of our our main associates is actually unveiling a, a new device that's going to change up the soft washing industry, where it's a a dial up proportioner, where if you're on a roof wanting to shoot a thirty percent mixture, you set the dial at thirty, literally. Midstream, you can change the dial back to 20 to 10%, up to 50%. It's going to be really a, a very cool thing that we're going to be demoing there. Wow. That is hey, awesome. hey, Ray, hey, Ray, you got a general session talk. While we got you here, what are you doing on the general session? 
general session. Uh, oh, getting big government Uh-oh. contracts. Hey, Ray, how many, do you know the year to date, how many you had now? Big government contracts? Yeah. Uh, you know, every contract is big to me, but uh, anything over... All my little five hundred dollar government contracts add up to something big at the end of the year, but no, I don't have I don't have a number right now. Okay, I was just curious if you knew how many municipalities. I mean, you know, for for example, like like I look at I look at my five hundred dollar park cleanings. We'll have done over twelve thousand dollars in park cleaning so far this year, uh, which to me, in my little neck of the woods, is a pretty darn big government contract. It just comes in 500 at a time. Awesome. So you'll be teaching some of those guys how these how these places work and the, the little mechanics of how they how they handle things. Well, that's good. Yes, sir. That's a good. That's going to be a, that's going to be a big one right there. That's why we got you in general session, there, buddy. Any uh. Before I got Lonnie on here, anybody else that's uh, teaching uh, want to announce or tell us what they're doing real fast? If there's anybody out there that's uh, that's joined us we don't know about, speak now or take a seat. I'm going to be teaching a class on how we and uh, how I attract and get uh, the big mansions, the rich customers, how we, how I treat them, how I'm able to get them on maintenance programs, um, how we're able to get them to spread the word uh, by word of mouth within their neighborhoods to their neighbors so that we get more and more. It's pretty much our residential business now is large, you know, 5,000, 7,000, 10,000 square foot homes. And we are actually able to get them set up on maintenance programs where we're going back every some of them every quarter, some of them every six months. I can't believe that. You mean you've got a house on a maintenance agreement, Doug? You're kidding. Correct. <laughs> and customers you mean, you, don't, you mean you don't have to go call them up and say, hey, do you want your house washed? They're just expecting you to come? Correct. And they're 90% of the time not even home. We just go by, do the work, send them an invoice by email. Get to check a few days later in the mail. Unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. Doug Rucker, eight thousand dollar house washes. Crazy. Hey, I sent uh, I sent Doug a PM last week and told him I was only half the man he was because I just got a forty two hundred dollar house wash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember Florida, my first. I, I remember my first one. Yeah, but here in Florida, nothing's as big as it is in Texas, you know. Yeah. Because everything's big in Texas. Right. Hey, Doug, when did you, when did you, uh, you know, just so these younger guys that are listening out there, man, when did you first um, get the inclination and realize that these higher-end residential not only could you not only could you develop a great referral market amongst them, because it's really a small community, isn't it? But when did you realize that these people didn't want to be troubled and they just wanted their stuff taken care of, like they get the trash collection or the pest control guy comes by or the pool man 
When did you realize that? Uh, how many how many years in business were you before you before you it took you to catch on to that? It really wasn't until the last three or four years, actually. Um, out here in Houston, just you know, kind of started targeting that market and figured kind of figured out and studied what they wanted, and it kind of came across from doing some commercial work, working with some commercial uh, property owners who actually had big houses. It just kind of translated that and what I've learned in the commercial from you mainly, um, and kind of transitioned it into the into the residential. You mean to tell me somebody that has a mansion, owns shopping centers and office complexes and restaurant groups? You're kidding. Hard to believe, but yes. And they own airports and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you have a guy that has an airplane hanger. I know who that is. I won't say who it is. But I'll give everybody this trivia. It is the largest restaurant group in the world. In case you didn't know that, Doug. Everybody's Googling it now. Hey, uh, Lonnie, are you about ready? Are you... And I don't know who that is working, but boy, they got they got to use that phone, man. I mean, I don't know what you guys are thinking. If you're out there working or you got something on a desk and you think that we're not hearing that, it's a bunch of racket. My Tell bad. Like, I apologize. Sorry. Okay, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Lonnie, give it a try this time. Tell us what you're going to do uh, in Charleston. Please don't use the speaker if you could. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm going to be doing my unsolicited bidding work class. Basically, it's going to be just for beginners, uh, 101 unsolicited bidding. I'm going to take you through some sales processes, give you a few tips, um, a couple tricks for the trade. To that, um, the people putting on the seminar. I will actually be the first yeah, I don't even know why hang I'm on, hang 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 on, I said my class is actually um, one of the first classes that's going on. It's going to be Thursday at 1 p.m. And if you haven't signed up, you can still sign up. Um, just go to uamccevents.com forward slash agenda, and that'll get you into my class. Um, but, yeah, basically just going to go ahead and take you through the bidding process and get you started doing unsolicited in your downtime. I hope them people take it. Can anybody, anybody, anybody here use an unsolicited can anybody hear me? Is there anybody that's done that? What? Yes. Can you define unsolicited? Okay, Every, everybody can hear you, brother. Mute that phone if you could. Or hang up. We can all hear you. Hey, does, they, does anybody here work an unsolicited? Anybody done the program? Ray, have you ever done any? 
Oh, I did one today. I stopped into a McDonald's that uh, was filthy on the outside and uh, talked to the general manager and uh, gave her an unsolicited proposal right then and there. There you go. Have you ever had any success with getting them in the past? I have success getting them all the time. We love cold calling. We love just walking into places and basically saying, hey, your place is nasty. You need it washed. <laughs> Pretty much I get to teach the fun stuff, the fun part of selling. <laughs> okay, can you all give okay, me this, this is how I got my last two gra- uh, gra- uh, excuse me, gas station accounts uh, was just like that. Yep. Who is that? Spot free roofs, Jeff yeah. from Clearwater, Florida. Oh, that's great, Jeff. That's how you got them. That's good stuff. We can all hear you, man. What do you need? Go ahead and tell us. We can hear you. We've been hearing you for over 40 minutes now. Go ahead and tell us what you need. You got something you need um, to say? We can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I always get gas at the same gas station and everything. Um, I stop there in the morning. I fill up my rig and I top off the tank on my truck. And uh, and this guy sees me coming in here all the time, and I told him, I said, man, your gas station needs some help, buddy. You know, I can do this for you. This is what I do, and I don't know if you're under contract with anybody else, but it needs to be handled. And uh, and I kept, um, you know, I kept on him about it uh, over the next several weeks. I would uh, just drop him some information here and there, and then uh, one day I said, you know what, I'm I'm just going to do a little section of sidewalk for you real quick. And I topped it off real quick, and I, I just did a little section of the sidewalk for him. It opened his eyes up, and then I shot, uh, um, I shot a stripe down the side of his building, and uh, and he says, "Okay, all right, give me a price." And then uh, I locked him down. I've had that account for two years now. Sweet, sounds great. Made a lot of money off a guy just for a little bit of time, a little bit, little demonstration, and now you're making residual income off of him for for the rest of your life. Gotta love it. Thank you. Love it. Anybody else got any questions? Any other questions? Doug, you got any questions? I have a question. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I uh, I'm coming up on six years in business now, and one of my questions was certification. Um, what time frame do you have for someone that's been in business um, over five years for certification? If you've been in business over five years and you can prove that you've been in the business over five years, you can you can go right to the testing. Okay, thank you. Pretty simple. Hey, huh? Ron. hey Ron, I got a question. It's probably going to be for Lonnie. Um, this is John Wilson over in Cumberland, Georgia. talking about certification. And uh, my question is, everything is going to be going over um, and South Carolina, because I can't go, unfortunately. Is there any way, I know some of the talks you can't actually post that online, but if there's any, like, PDFs or you know, anything like that, would you all be able to post that? Where are you Where are you at in Florida? No, I'm in Georgia. You're in Georgia. Did you just miss the Atlanta Roundtable a couple weeks ago? No, I was there. Okay, that get that that'll get. There's some things there that'll give you credit hours. Oh, okay. And also, if you're wanting information on my class and what I was doing, um, if you 
if you send me a private message on Facebook, I'll go ahead and add you into my group where you can actually look at my presentation, look at some of the documents in there. Plus, you'll also be able to get those email formats well, that I have. Well, he's, talking, he's talking more about qualification. He needs credit hours. That's what he's saying. He needs to get credit hours because he's under well, five years, so he has to have credit hours. Yeah, I'm kind of talking about a little bit of everything because, I mean, none of my just under five years. I'm at like six months right now, so. Okay. I've kind of been well, trying to learn everything I can. Yeah, there's no reason not to continue with that and get all the education that you can get. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. I would, uh, the first thing I would do, and this is what a lot of these guys, you know, this is what we've been finding out that most of the people in the association are doing, is they're either latching on to one or two mentors and they're, they're working with people. And, uh, you know, it's likewise, though, you know, you got to help them too. And sometimes there's guys, they're just holding each other accountable uh, to, to, to teaching each other um, and keeping each other abreast of things that they're trying and they're failing with. Now, a lot of times I always tell people it doesn't have to be somebody that's been in the business for 20 years, um, you know, because if, if two or three or four guys even that are new put their head together, they're going to come up with, they're going to formulate faster than if it's just one person thinking. So, yeah. you know, I, I highly suggest that you find somebody that's in the industry that, you know, you can help, you know, get them as a mentor, help them, you know, hold them accountable, get they hold you accountable. It works out as a great little thing. I don't know if there's anybody on the call that specifically does that. I have a small group that I've worked with uh, in Phoenix here, about 22 of my own close friends that are business people uh, in various trades. And uh, we meet on a regular basis and uh, mastermind together about things, the economy, how things are going, trends that are happening, get advice from each other. You know, it's just a good thing to have. It's a good good little link to have to, uh, you know, being successful. Um, I got one of my big I got one of my big sales programs um, from a niece of one of the guys in that group. Uh, she was going to Arizona State University, and she had to do a program on her thesis at the end of her uh, at the end of her uh, to get her degree. And she wrote this program, and uh, I kind of adopted the program, and then um, went from there with it and took it and made it better. So. All that stuff, man, is just it's golden uh, just to do that and work with people. I mean, never never shut that down, never shut those ideas out. Um, I've learned from Doug. I've learned from Raymond. Um, all these guys, believe it or not, have helped me. Some of them don't know they've helped me. Uh, Doug, Doug knows that there's some uh, room cleaning gurus in the industry that came to his school, and they've been doing things like – and the reason I made Doug say – say that he's been doing, I don't want to say it's wrong, but he said he and the media only did this thing for like the last three years. I made a lot of mistakes for 15 years. It's a little bit, you have to be a little humble to realize that, but, you know, when you look back, when you look back on that stuff, you know, us guys that have been in the industry as pioneers in this thing, you know, we made a lot of mistakes. I see guys that have been in this business, for 22 years, and I think Doug will probably agree with me, they're still doing it wrong, aren't they, Doug? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I you know, I mean, and, and we kind of feel sorry for them when we kind of meet a young guy and mentor him, and, and, you know, a poor guy that's been struggling with one business for 20, one, one unit for 20 years, and then we meet a new guy, 
and we've taught them a lot of the things we know. We've expedited their learning curves. Next thing you know, they're like a fat cart making $1.2 million, you know, 72 months later, you know, and uh, it's just that's how those that's how those things happen, you know. Cause old, these guys hab- old habits are the hardest to break, you know. And there's a lot of old-timers in this business that have been around, and, and sometimes they're the worst. Oh, you can't do it like that. You can't do it. You can't do it. Bull crap. You can always do it. There's always room for improvement. Well, Ray, you came in 2011. You say that that was a life-changing event. Yes, sir. Tell me, tell me how so, you know, in, in the respects that, you know, what, 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 what were the things that opened your eyes up at that event? Well... Up until then, I had been focusing on on soft washing, um, and at that point, because I had had some education early on that was, oh, you you have to soft wash, you have to soft wash, you have to soft wash, and my eyes were opened up that soft washing is a very valuable tool, but it's not the only tool that necessarily should be in your toolbox, and we should be exterior cleaners and able to tackle, and if you really want to grow your company, able to tackle lots of different challenges uh, like having a hot washer. Uh, there, there's people out there that specialize in different things. and I mean, there's, there's people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars just doing uh, bank drive-throughs and fast food drive-throughs. There's people that make millions specializing just in parking garages. It's a big, wide world of cleaning out there, and to be able to fellowship and spend time with people that are walking that walk and talking that talk is a huge eye-opener, and it made me get out of my comfort zone and realize that it's a big, dirty, nasty world that needs to be cleaned. Hey Ray, that's awesome, man. That's uh, that's 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 great. I mean, and you realized it before, like me and Doug made the mistake for 15 years, and 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 kept kept continuing to think you only you, you only do it one way, or there wasn't a different way to do it. And uh, that's what a lot of these guys are noticing now. And what I love what I love about what the UAMCC is teaching is that there's not one method that's right. There's not one method that's causing damage or anything else. It's all about the operator, the training, and the person that's behind the wand. I mean, that's that's really what it's all about. I mean, I think all of the all the crafts that are taught, whether it be soft washing or pressure washing, um, they all have its place. Heck, even dry cleaning compounds, people don't even realize how often I use them. I mean... Um, you know, you don't put water on a grease spill. You know, I mean, that's the last thing you want to put on a grease spill, isn't it, Ray? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so many people, so many people think that that's that that's what you do: add water and heat. And now you got a grease spill that went from ten gallons to three hundred gallons. Now it's running <laughs> down the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Now you're now instead of a ten by ten area, yeah, you're cleaning an entire parking lot, like six thousand feet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've, so when did you do that one, right? You'd already did that one and figured that one out. Or? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the voice of experience talking right there, brother. <laughs> That's funny. 
Hey, we got 42 or 48 guys on the call right now. Just remind yeah. you guys, want to keep keep going. I'm gonna let the president take over, but I want to tell you guys that are making that racket. This thing is being recorded. Um, you're screwing up our nice little uh, radio show. It's our second one. Doug and I are gonna be doing this now weekly, and uh, you know, if you guys can keep your phone muted. We can keep you unmuted so that when you want to talk to us, you can't. Otherwise, we got to go out there and mute everybody, and then uh, it becomes a little bit of a headache. So if you just can simply mute your phones, and when you want to talk, just simply unmute it. Hey, Doug, I'm sending it back to you, man. Take it over. Hey, Ray. Uh, there's kind of a, a saying I always kind of try to live by but in the last you know, 10, 15 years that, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep on getting what you're getting. So, you know, you got to be able to adapt to change and be able to watch things as they change. You know, one of the things I've noticed is there's a huge difference in how people are buying uh, now versus before the financial crisis. Oh, completely. I totally agree with you. And, you know, there's something else, another axiom I like in there is if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. Uh, we can have, the, we can have the, best, the best business model in the world, and, and I've got 100 customers that, that all give me $1,000 a year, and I'm very happy. But just through natural attrition, um, complacency in your marketplace can see you lose market share and see your business decline if you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. So um, to to replace those people that you lose, and, and through no fault of your own, you will wind up losing people in this. You have to continually grow your business too. And I think that's something real important to, to, to understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anybody else have any questions out there? No questions. Yeah, I've got one. This is, I've got one. This is uh, Stu Crow with Ohana Fresh Washington in Jacksonville, Florida. How are you guys doing? Good, Stu. How are you? Doing great. Um, uh, just a little bit of background. Uh, uh, within my first year of starting off, and uh, things have been taken off very quickly. Uh, been, uh, my primary uh, form of marketing is actually hitting the streets, meeting and talking to people. Um, and because of that, I've grown probably faster than what than what I beyond my knowledge. Um, I'm now putting a bid in on on a big condominium complex, about 43 uh, single story units. Uh, ballpark of that uh, uh, bid is going to be probably about fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars. Do you guys have any advice for a beginner as far as properly bidding that job? How many units is it? 40, 40, 43 units in a clubhouse. Is this is this to a property manager for the HOA, or are you dealing with the HOA itself, or or who, who you provide? Yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with the property management seller management group, and uh, so so once I give him a bid, he's going to go to the direct board of directors and and, and get it approved for me. This way, Adam. Now you said you've come up with a price, and now you're asking how to properly bid. It. 
No, no, no. I, I, I'm kind of – actually, as we speak, I'm sitting here in front of the computer getting on a contractor's uh, bid form, and I'm actually formulating everything right now. I've got a great, uh, great piece of advice. Then uh, you know, Ray's put this out on the internet a few times. It's a it's an article uh, off uh, off the forum. It's called bidding defined. Uh, you know, we can all give you numbers, but without knowing all the all the things that go into it, uh, you know, we're just talking. So read that article, and you can get some great insight from it. Uh, that that's my advice. You know, I, I would say one of the one of the key things with an HOA is to set your expectations up front beforehand. Uh, where are you getting your water from? Are the residents going to be paying for the water? Uh, are the residents responsible for putting their plants away and clearing off their screen porches? Uh, little things. Who's responsible for putting out your notices? Um, at the neighborhood, you know, that, that we're cleaning your building today or, or you know, uh, up next week, how much notice is going to be required by the HOA. Uh, get stuff like that spelled out as quick as you can up front so there are no surprises uh, at the end. You know, don't go into one thinking you're going to hook up to, to individual uh homeowners uh waters without just an absolutely god almighty fight on your hands oh yeah great uh, point yeah but that was already brought up in, in my uh preliminary meeting as far as uh you know water access and, and such like that yeah uh, another question when it comes to water access has anyone ever taken from the fire hydrant oh all the time all the time right. it's like all a word time, yeah it's go go rent go rent a meter from your municipality uh as long as they allow that uh pay the fee rent the meter and uh enjoy the awesome awesome volume and pressure that you will get there ooh that might be a good good idea that might save you tons of time belong to a couple organizations and you know and they have people from across the states like all around the united states that are also members and sometimes they'll have a thank you gentlemen I appreciate your uh, your um, input there did, did that answer your questions oh yeah I mean uh, I, obviously I'll, I'll continue to learn as I go um, and uh, you know but thanks for your insight you know uh, things like addressing and this is where you'll have to, it's a lot easier to do it, you know, with the HOA. What happens whenever you're supposed to clean driveways and, you know, Mabel doesn't bother to move her 1986 Buick out of the driveway? Are they going to expect you to come back as you move on from building and building and then go hit Mabel's, Mabel's uh, dirty spot around her Buick because she forgot that? Are you going to have a penalty in there uh, for going back and hitting those places? Uh, you, you know, don't don't let the, and I know you're real excited to, you know to get a, a big business like this, but don't let the guys run you around because if you open the door for them to do that, they will. Roger that. Roger that. Thank you. Yeah, we we normally have like a, you know, we'll put a hundred and fifty dollar charge per unit that we have to go back because of an open window or for whatever reason, but. At the end of the day, when the job is done and it's complete and they're happy and they say, you know, we've got two units, um, <laughs> normally we're just going to go back and take care of those, you know, at, at no charge or, or whatever. 
just to create uh, my whole thing is trying to make make the property manager look good um and and don't hassle with him because he's got 30 other properties so as long as I make everything go smooth for them and I don't feel like that I'm getting used or abused or anything like that, um, I'll go back. Because a lot of times if it's just an open window, we'll have cleaned 75% of that building. We just have to go back and stretch out a hose and clean that, clean that one corner or whatever. But um, that's kind of how we do those kind of things. The other thing that I would tell you is to make it as detailed as possible in bullet points almost to the point where, you know, we're going to get out of the truck, we're going to walk up the sidewalk, we're going to move these plants, we're going to do this. Um, and I don't mean that detailed, but give them a good process. Don't just write, we're going to clean 53 buildings, okay? Um, talk about how you're going to clean it, that you're using your soft wash cleaning method, whether that's downstreaming or a dedicated pump. I put in mind that I am using bleach diluted with water, diluted with, and then added with my surfactant that we're applying it lightly with less pressure than what comes out of a garden hose, followed up by a rinse. Um, you know, we're checking all the windows, the door seals, any plants we move, we put them right back. All of that kind of stuff they want to see. Don't be just the guy that, you know, gives a two-line two description. Because the more detail they see, the more they like it. Exactly. Yeah, I want to basically go over price, scope, detail, um, and also uh, give them a good schedule. Basically, when when can they expect me to be done and out of their hair? Understood. Correct. And, 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 and it's amazing how many people will actually write down ten, fifteen thousand dollar bids that literally say pressure wash building. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good question. Go ahead. Um, I'm uh, Brett uh, with the pressure washing guys from Orange County, and um, I'm in a position right now where I just picked up uh, two new guys, and I'm just currently, uh, you know, pretty slammed with work, and I'm trying to get them, uh, you know, kind of uh, trained, you know, um, and so I'm trying to kind of juggle stuff around to get jobs done and make sure that they're trained. Is there any advice you guys can give to uh, training new employees when maybe you don't have you know, I mean, I know you need to set the time aside because it's so important, and I am, but is there, uh, you know, this is when I'm kind of first really training my first guys to start taking over jobs and me kind of pull away from it so I can focus on keeping them busy versus being on every job. Personally, I found that high-grade pharmaceuticals and alcohol worked for me during that uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's tough. I mean, it, you know, it's it's kind of funny because I had one of those coming home to Jesus, me throwing stuff and screaming at the guys meeting this morning. It's a constant, it's a constant battle, and and it's just it's one of those leaps of you have to believe in yourself and believe in your training. I don't think there's any magic bullet. But but eventually you just have to step away, and, and sometimes stepping away is literally just being around the block and, and sticking your head around there and watching the guys. Uh, but at some point you just you have to have faith in your hiring practices and, and, and the information that you've given to them and that they're going to do it right. The other thing is when you get a problem, address it head on. Um, 
and, and if this problem can't be rectified, get it gone, get it done immediately. One time, I, uh, I, I, a lot of times I find myself maybe seeing a little problem, and it's not a big problem or anything, but I'm mentioning it so that maybe it'll be fixed for next time. And it seems like instead of this, okay, we got it, we'll get it done, it'll be, uh, you know, a, a reason why they didn't. You know, it's, it'll be like reasons why instead of reasons why, you know, reasons, okay, we're going we're gonna to take care of it that way next time, you know. Um, and I find myself sometimes getting a little frustrated telling them that, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about this. Just, yeah. you know, next time do this, you know, and then, right. and then they're explaining why they did something that way. You know, yeah, so and sometimes you literally it. have to tell them, I don't care why, this, but this is, this is how we do it. Uh, I, I don't care, though. I don't care, you know, and, and it's easy to talk about it. And I don't mean to sound unsympathetic, but literally sometimes these guys, you have to just cut them off and say, I understand your logic, but here's how we do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally you know, agree. I hear, and that's not a deal, but I'm trying to find a, a, a right way to go about it, you know, without being an asshole, you know? Right. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, and sometimes there's not. Them, they respect the equipment. They, they're on time, all that stuff. You know, I'm just trying to teach them the proper ways, not etch concrete, remove gum, you know, da 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 clean lower base windows, do this, how to set up, how to think about when you're on a job and you pull up and hook up water, this, that. And, uh, hey, Brett, you know, hey, Brett. hey, Brett, yeah. can these guys read and write? Yeah, they read and write, yeah. They can read and write. Okay, here's what you do, Brett, because you, you, you don't have the proper training manual. So here's the here's the biggest tip of the day that you're gonna get, but you, but you got but like anything, Brett, you got you got to do it. If you don't do it, we're wasting our time telling you. But I can I I can solve this problem. So while you're in this training mode for the next eight weeks, you meet every ten days for a half hour to forty five minutes. In that half an hour and forty five minutes. You're going to hand each one of these guys a spiral notebook. And during, during the process, uh, from the time that they call in their time that they're on the clock, they're going to write down in that book every little individual step that they take every day until you believe that in that spiral notebook you've got a method for them to follow. And, and in the spiral notebook, if you translate that to text in a manual, you're going to create that, oh, wait a minute, you guys are stopping at jack-in-the-box right after you fuel up. I don't want you stopping at jack-in-the-box before you after you fuel up. I want you to get that out of the way on your own and then come in and fuel up and get ready. I'm using that as an example, Okay. Oh wait a minute! Now you now you're telling me that after you fueled up, you went to Jack in the Box, and then Jimmy had to go to the bathroom. Okay, and I see that this is happening every day. Oh wait, you couldn't get the cup of coffee you needed while you were fueling. You had to go fuel, get Jack in the Box, and then decide you needed to stop at the coffee shop. And I'm using these as an example. Maybe, this, maybe you don't even realize this kind of stuff is happening, but I know Ray knows it is, and I know Ray's had to critique his guys and understand that when they come in, it's go time. And if you've got multiple crews, like you say you got now, you got two crews, 
and that guy's wasting a half an hour a day. How much is that adding up to Ray at the end of the month? Oh, it's adding up to a lot of money. A lot of money. And, and not just the money that they're wasting, but the time that they're not actually making money or getting a job done. Everybody yeah. forgets that factor. You know, we, yeah, we were we were sitting here talking, and Ed and I were looking at, at at what uh, you know, having crew crew meetings in the morning, and we were taking thirty minutes to to get to get our crews out. And on a day whenever you've got six guys in and getting them out, add up fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, for half an hour on there and, and every day for a week, and, and you're starting to really, you know, chunk out some cash there every week. Yeah. So streaming. So oh, how do you hold your employees like responsible for taking good care of your equipment? You know, keeping track of like, say, like the four banger and the, you know, the wands or the yellow tips or. Or a crew for four hours and not be worried about money. 
Um, you know, in that, in that time, I was literally walking through a job maybe once every three months to make sure that they're doing everything that they've been trained to do, and that includes, you know, walking around the equipment, checking for um, O-rings, O-ring picks, ball valves, everything's locked up with full away. Um, the message gets through pretty quick um, when you're actually there on the job or they know that you might be popping out to to watch them. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to add that, that, you know, if you've got a dollar value they're going to be bringing in, then don't worry about spending the money on the time to train them for three or four hours once, you know. Hey, hey Stephen, how long, how long before they go solo in your training program? I'm probably, I'm not really going to let them go until maybe after month two of solid work. Month um, two? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm six weeks on a, on, a, on a place that's not open, and it's mm-hmm. six months worth of experience if they go to a place that's open. Yeah. That's my that's my policy. Six weeks training with another guy, and six months to even go to a place that's open. They have to be yeah. they have to be that, that that much experience if they're going to a location that's twenty four hours. For for the guys that are that are UAMCC members on the Facebook page, I just posted uh, oh. our job our job checklist that we have done on every job uh, where they have to initial off tools are picked up. Uh, you know, doormats back, blah, 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 blah. The technician signs it, um, you know, um, did they leave the invoice, everything. But, but that's our checklist that, that helps helps the guys keep stuff together. I have something similar with them. Um, I'm using a service trade platform, so they basically use their smartphones, and uh, they can't close out a job until they've ticked, you know, boxes saying that they've taken a minimum of six photographs, um, they've walked around the truck, um, everything's put back in place that they've moved and any errors on property have been reported. If they close out a job and we get something coming back saying that they um, you know, didn't put the trash cans back or they didn't do something back, then that's when we start kind of like, you know, beating down their necks a little bit and uh, they get the message pretty quick that if they don't follow the checklist and close out a job correctly, um, they know they're in the ship basically. Check, check. Hey, service magic, Stephen. Have you been? Do you love it right now? Is that what? Is that what I'm hearing? Service trade? Yeah, yeah. Service, service. trade. That, yeah, those guys that um, I think they're now UMCC like uh, associate members or something. Um, yeah, I love the platform. It's uh, streamlined so much. It's really has streamlined everything. Property managers love it. Um, I can wake up in the morning and I can see everything in front of me that the guys have done from the night before, um, any issues that have been reported, pictures of broken equipment, pictures of um, the, the job progress, um, anything broken. So, you know, like you always see report broken lights, broken sprinklers or something going on behind the property. Well, the guys will take a picture of it so I can send that to the property manager. I don't need to give them any instructions. It's just like there it is and then they can deal with it. So, yeah, I like it. Super. Yeah, they're coming. They were reluctant to come. Did they ever call you about the convention, just out of curiosity, Stephen? Are, are they not going to the UAMCC one? They're, they're going. I just wondered if they called you to talk to you because they were very reluctant. Um, they had went to another convention, and they just didn't think it was going to be their, that our industry was going to be their cup of tea. And uh, I, told them to, you know, I told them to give you a call because you were one of the guys that's using their, their service. Yeah. 
Um, and I was trying to tell them that our guys are in desperate need of what they have. I mean, they, you know, they really are. Yeah, actually, I spoke to the the kind of head sales guy today um, because my account rep had um, recently like left to move back home or something like that. So they were actually asking if I was going to be at the uh, the PWME um, one, and I said no, I won't be at that one. So I'm guessing they're going to be there. But he was actually asking questions about you know fleets, um, you know how they can tailor their platform to fleet washing, and um, I think they're definitely interested in the the, the business. It's probably just is going to take a little bit of um more, I guess, a little bit more interest from contractors for them to really kind of chase after our business. Yeah, I think I think that they, uh, I think they got a great, I think they got a great product. I've looked at it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just not sure. It's funny. It's like uh, Apple being better than than Microsoft. I think they're at the point right now where um, I think that they're they got a great product, but I think they're struggling marketing it. That's just my that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's like all these platforms. It's the time that it takes to get the platform set up to work in the contractor's best interest. I think it lets them all down. So I think they've all got a little bit of work to do in terms of um, training the contractor at the outset to set it up so that they can make the most of it. If they don't make the most of it, then they're not going to renew the next year. If they do, then they'll see that it makes things more efficient and actually saves them money and allows them to deliver a better service. Yeah, I agree. I I I I, I was able to talk them into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe Funny that. Funny I thought maybe that. you gave me I thought maybe you gave me some help, but apparently they didn't call you. So. No, I mean the guy will the, the my account rep. Um, I mean I I sang the praises of UAMCC with him and the, the business and the industry, and he was always you know we had a good uh, rapport, you know. But, we would just talk about you know on a personal level, not just about business kind of thing. So I think he kind of got it, but like I say, I think he's literally left in the last couple of weeks. So someone else has taken the reins now, so I need to work at it again. Yeah, he he he, he kind of left it after they joined. Shortly after they joined, he he bugged out, and then yeah. uh, it was a gal that took it over. And uh, like I said, they I think they had some failure. At a, at a past event that they went to, and they were just really turned off by it. And uh, I had to tell them, you know, basically that that's it, that they were making a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, we obviously sent them all the ki- kitchen exhaust guys and the fleet guys that we have. And those, like you're saying, those are the guys that are right up their alley because they're the guys that are doing all the repetitive work, and they really yeah. need your service, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll I'll speak to them again. I didn't realize it was posing a, a challenge, or they were a little bit had cold feet about it. I'll I'll speak to because um, I just got the, her contact details today. I'll speak to her again and uh, you know make sure she understands that um, you know watch the potential that they have with uh, dealing with us. Anyway, I'll get back. I'll let someone else take the floor. I just wanted to appreciate that. appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks, uh, we're gonna hey we're gonna miss you, man. I hope that. Maybe who knows? Maybe you come down next week. Maybe you just buy a flight and come up. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I've, I've got a lot going on just now, and I've got a couple of trips. If I can make it, I'll definitely be there. All right. Awesome, man. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, Good I got uh, Andy. Andy Vickers. What are you doing on the line, man? What are you up to? Um. What are you What are you going to be doing at the convention, Andy? Causing a lot of commotion. We'll we're bringing all the dragons and setting them free. You're going to set the dragons free? You're going to have a lot of dragon juice all over the place, huh? Any, any 
Anybody here uh, got a Dragon Juice testimonial since we got Andy on the phone? Anybody here that uh, has seen this stuff, Cure Common Colds? I use, I use it daily. This is Papa Puff. This is Ray. I use it. You know, it, it works. It, it works. It's very effective. It does good. This stuff on that, mat, that metal that Davis, William Davis did, man, the only thing I wish you would have done on that video, Andy, was show us how jacked up that windowsill was. You know, because we really didn't get a good look at it. But, boy, if you look really close when he's wiping it on there, man, it just was gone like magic. It was, it was incredible. Absolutely yeah, incredible. A lot of guys have those uh, the reactions with uh, different surfaces where yellow paint will turn red, an oxidized surface will turn purple or red, and that's just a reaction between the two pHs. And then the dragon juice just neutralized it right on the surface. So, yeah, that looked like magic. It sure did, man. It was, it was, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, well, Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. You said, you, said, you said it neutralized it. Uh-oh. Is there a neutralizer in there, Andy? <laughs> Did you let right, a secret out? <laughs> what, what, what is this stuff we're talking about? The juice. The reaction between the aluminum. I've never heard of it. The reaction between the aluminum surface coating the coating is probably an anti-mildew or anti-oxidation coating, and it's probably uh, uh, of an acid base. And then when they spray a house wash on there uh, that is a very high pH, then it actually reacts with the coating, changing color. A lot of commercial properties that have, like, the metal uh, walls as painted light colors or, or even dark colors, they change colors. Uh, you'll see somebody freak out because they turn yellow paint red. And, and that, that's the coatings that are on those. Well, the dragon juice is a really low pH. It's a nine. So it actually brings the it brings the pH back to normal and, and releases the color back from the coating. So it, it neutralizes it in a sense, yes. Well, that's super, man. That's super stuff, man. So you're going to... Are you, is there any chance you're doing any demos during demo time, or are you not doing any demos with Interfactor? Uh, I'm trying to get something together. Uh, I mean, it's it's just, uh, it's my it's our first year coming out, so I mean, it's just a, uh, making sure everything's together and everything's right, so I'll see if I can do something. Awesome, man, awesome. Get you added, get you added to the list. We're going to try to get that up online tomorrow the next day so everybody knows what demonstrations are going on. Um, hey, Raymond. Um, you're gonna do anything. You're gonna do anything that Paul wants, but you're gonna are you gonna focus on like spray techniques or anything specific? Just out of curiosity. You know, whatever whatever Paul really really wants me to do, I'm going to do. But I know a big part of of my mission there is going to be uh, showing off that new proportioner. Uh, that that he and uh, Tim Asselton have have developed and and uh, that's that's going to be a very large part of it and, and for those of y'all that, that haven't heard is Tim going to grace us with his presence by any chance? Uh, Tim is thinking about gracing us with his presence. I'm talking him in. That's awesome. I'd like to see Tim. I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, he's a good guy, but but this proportioner for for. Any late, 
Paul and Tim have gotten together and developed, uh, if you're soft washing, and by soft washing I mean a true soft wash, not downstreaming, uh, but I'm using a, a booster pump or an air pump, um, uh, even a UDOR, but some type of soft wash, instead of having to go and make a mix now, uh, you can actually say, I want a 5% mix. You set the dial at 5. Then your guy on the roof tells you, hey, send me a 20% mix for these shingles. You turn the dial to 20%. Now all of a sudden I'm getting off the ladder. I want to spray the house out at 10%. You set the dial at 10%. There's no more making mixes. So, so we'll be doing a lot of demos on that because I've actually been using one of these systems, and it's, and it's just fantastic. Raymond. Wow. That's awesome. Yep. Can you hear me, Raymond? Yes, I can. Uh it's Papa Puff. Um hey, is what's it gonna be is it gonna be dictated by whatever uh machine you are using? I mean wouldn't each machine have a different uh, proportion as to what that dial would would no, it, it does not, you know, and, and I don't understand. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm 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 the dummy in in the room whenever it comes to these mechanics. That's why I hang out with smart smart people. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got it set up to work again with with an UDOR, with a booster pump, with a 12 volt, and with an air system. He's going to have all all four of those types of pumps on a trailer. Uh, using apparently the same the same machine, so it's the valving system on the proportioner that works. And this also, guys, this is not just for soft washing either. You can have an additional valve with the degreaser. You can have an additional valve with Dragon Juice. You can have an additional valve with anything. Turn that valve and get whatever proportion of mix. Boy, here's some feedback. Uh, and, and whatever force to mix you want. Very cool. Beep in my ear. Somebody got their door open? That's what somebody does. Somebody's got their door open. Doug's trying to mute them right now because they don't know it. I'm on or mute. They're so. it, or they're doing it intentionally. We always, we got a couple of those guys always too. Give me a second. He found him, Doug. You got him. Find <laughs> out what number. Find out what number that is, Doug. We'll just ban the number. Done. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. I don't know. Wish Lonnie could did that. Anyway, you know, I saw you were going through each individual person and you muted me about four times. Thanks, though, man. Appreciate it. So where were we at? Ray, you were talking. Go ahead, man. 
Was it Ray that's muted? Was it Ray that was causing the ruckus? No, it wasn't me. I had mine on mute, making sure it wasn't me. No. Uh, we were talking about the proportioner. Uh, one of the cool things about this is not just for slinging bleach. Uh, I could put a uh, a degreaser in there. I could put a, a, a five-gallon of of dragon juice in there. I could do acids if I wanted to, but this valving system is going to let me change the percentage of anything and everything I spray. Uh, you no longer need a mixed tank for anything you spray. Wow, that's a game changer. It, it's it's huge. It's it's absolutely huge. What, what, about, uh, what about mixing? What about mixing chems though, Ray? Is that dangerous? Uh, as far as mixing acids and, and, and bases, that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, what if, I, what if I've got ammonia and acid and I'm... Well, and I'm I mean, there'll, there'll, there'll be some check valves and some flush outs and, and a procedure for, for doing things like that. Okay. Yeah. But what you're saying is, is it can probably happen if somebody doesn't flush their line, right? Mm, you know what, I can't even speak to that. I, I'm not... I'm not technically savvy enough to, 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 to know how this is going to be worked out and, and what type of, of of I don't I can't speak to that whether it is or is right. not. Well Ray Ray what Ray, what size footprint is, is that system? I mean is this uh, it's a, like a, a, a red box. A small wow. a small igloo cooler. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> So something like the F9 carrier? Uh, a smaller than that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, about the size of the F9 carrier. Correct, yeah. So I'm I'm real excited to to see those in um in actual production. I I've only I've only been using the prototype of it and uh boy, it's incredible. But I'm sure if Paul wants to get, you know, if Paul wants us to go and and do some uh, some some uh, spraying techniques with the different uh, you know machines he brings up there, I'm sure I'll be happy to to be out there doing little labs on on spraying techniques of how to soft wash, how to use an Udor, how to change spray patterns, uh, and showing off some of that awesome equipment. Very cool. Well, Doug, are you uh, are you about ready to end this call, man? That was an hour and a half, Doug. Is, are you going to run this radio show that long every time, Doug? Well, you know, as long as we got some good content and questions being asked, yeah. Awesome. Well, how about this? How about we take a couple more last questions? If anybody's got it, there's about there, how many guys are online still, Doug? I don't know, thirty, forty. Okay, do you know what? The, last week we gave away a steak dinner and a hat to everybody. We don't know what we're going to give away this week, but Doug, what do they got to do to get in that contest? We got about 30. They got to go on my Facebook page and say, I'll see you in Charleston before I put that, where I posted on my uh, Facebook. Uh, 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 I'll be joining you in Charleston. I'll be joining you in Charleston. If it doesn't say exactly that, they don't win. No, you said, I'll see you in Charleston. Corey Finley said, I'll be drunk in Charleston. Okay. I'll be joining you in Charleston. That's what I said. 
And where does this need to? Where do we need to do this? On my page. Okay. On my Facebook page. If you're not hey, a friend how, of mine, how do we? How do we get notified on these things? I just saw Ron's post way at the end of this conversation and got on. I mean, I, how do I get notified or, or we know when these are it's going? A, it's a weekly show at the same time, same place. We'll even be doing this next week at the same time. Okay. All right. I get I get texts on my phone to where I know that it's coming on. Yeah, they, never they have to be set up on a different line on my business line, and my personal line is really what I'm holding in the evenings and afternoons. But okay, cool. And it's and it's also recorded too. It's on a podcast, so if you want to listen to it later, you can. Any other questions? All right. All right, hey guys, thanks. Thanks for coming out, man. We had a we had a good time. We got it done a little bit better. Doug's working the thing. We're gonna be going probably because next week's the show. We're probably gonna only hold it to an hour, and we'll have some more special guests on there when we when we land in uh, Charleston next Tuesday. See you guys there. You, we don't talk to you before then. Have a great night, Doug. What? Wrap it up, man. Done. Bye bye. Good night, Doug. Good night, Ron. Good night, Thank you for a wonderful evening. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate you coming by. Good night, John Boy. I'm Mary Elizabeth. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 